You are listening to the Mindful Minute, meditations created for everyday joy. I'm Meryl Arnett, mama, meditator, and co-owner of Sacred Chill West. This podcast is recorded from my live Monday night meditation class, where we have a brief discussion followed by a 20-minute guided meditation. All right, well, officially welcome. Happy Monday to all of you, and thank you for taking the time to be here to meditate. Um, Let me spotlight me so you can see me. Okay, so this is technically part three of our June series. You know, every month we do a three-part series. And this month thus far has been absolutely nothing that I have previously written. (laughs) You know, I map out these series. I have my little plan. And this month has asked for something different. Really, the last, you know, four months have asked for something different. And this month is no different. And today is sort of no different. I started out with the intention today to talk about the phrase, I'm putting this in quotes, doing your work, doing your work. And as a meditation teacher, I use that phrase a lot, meaning to do the work within a meditation practice or within a yoga practice. And I think we're going to, we're, we are going to talk about that today. And I want to talk about it within the space of the present moment also. Um, so I have a habit, just so you know, of completely unplugging over the weekend. So sometime on Friday, as I'm like finishing up my work, which is often about midday, I close the computer and I don't open it again until Monday. Um, I don't check social media. I don't check email. I don't watch the news. And it is for a very long time, honestly, been a habit that has been my way of resetting my energy each week so that I can approach Monday wholeheartedly. And normally that feels incredibly reviving and fulfilling and good. And so this weekend was no different. Um, And this Monday, today, I got in the car at about 10 a.m. and I turned on the news for the first time since Friday at like 10 a.m. maybe. And I didn't know that our hometown is not just caught up in protest of racial injustice, but is in the throes of this happening in our backyard in this moment. And it caught me so unaware. You know, I already had this talk mapped out. My, you know, it was done. And then I thought, oh my God, is this appropriate? Is it not appropriate? Should I change it? Should I not? What am I going to say? How am I going to offer comfort? And at the end of the day, what I realized is I don't have to change it because the teachings are the teachings and I really believe they support us. And so what I believe one of the greatest gifts of a mindfulness meditation practice is, is the ability to learn how to be comfortable with discomfort. The ability to learn how to be comfortable with discomfort. And I began using that specific phrase Years ago, at this point, I was teaching within a substance abuse rehabilitation and PTSD program. 
And as I taught, as I worked with the people going through this program, and I'm offering mindfulness meditation as a tool, and so often the question I was faced with was, well, how is this going to help me in my everyday life? Because it's not, it seems perhaps like it's about, you know, sitting up on a mountaintop and being Zen and peaceful all the time and having nothing phase us, which is so far from the truth, it's not even funny. Because the truth is this practice is about sitting down in the very heart of your everyday lived experience and feeling it fully, right? And if we're gonna do that, we're gonna be uncomfortable because some of our feelings hurt. Some of our lived experiences hurt. What we're doing when we learn how to be comfortable with discomfort is how to stay engaged in our everyday lives. The interesting thing is, is, you know, I think discomfort's incredibly wise. Discomfort, any type of, dis- of uncomfortable feeling, whether it's anger, whether it's fear, whether it's shame, whether it's guilt, whether it's a myriad of those mashed up together, it's asking us to pay attention to something. It's asking us to say, hey, wake up, notice this thing. We have to fix this, right? Discomfort is wise. The struggle is that so many of us from such an early age learned unwise ways to respond to that discomfort, right? We didn't learn, oh, stop, pay attention, find the right next step. We didn't learn that. What we learned was some version of, well, you're supposed to be happy and comfortable all the time. And if you're not, something's wrong, aka you are wrong. So go fix it and go fix it fast, right? Go fix it fast. And when that is what is taught to us from day one all the way through, what we learn is every uncomfortable moment must be met with fight or flight, right? Every uncomfortable moment must be met with fight or flight, meaning I'm going to fight this moment literally. I'm going to scream. I'm going to shout. I'm going to shove blame onto somebody. Or I'm going to run from this moment. I'm going to pop headphones in. I'm going to zone out to Netflix. I'm going to pretend nothing's going on. I'm going to stuff it down and say, everything's fine. It's all fine. So fight or flight, you know, I talk about it a lot in meditation, right? We talk about these responses a lot. And we talk about them so often, at least within meditation, we're trying to find a way around fight or flight. We want to get out of that response mode. And today I want to reframe that slightly because just like discomfort can be wise, fight or flight can also be wise. Sometimes discomfort is saying it's time to respond with urgency. You should stand up and fight or you should literally run from this moment, right? Depending on the context of the moment, sometimes fight and flight is the right response. The question is, how do we respond to that wisely? How do we get out of the knee-jerk reaction and stay to really fully do the work that the moment is asking of us? 
So that's what we're going to talk about today. And my belief is that we're able to do that when rather than coming from analytical thought, rather than coming from our brain, we're coming from embodied thought. We're coming from a place where we feel discomfort, we feel the sense of urgency, and we say, let me be totally awake before I move. Let me be totally awake before I move. It's getting comfortable with somehow being in a liminal space. It's getting comfortable with being within paradox, with that balance between there is nothing to fix in this moment and there is everything to fix in this moment. Right? Those simultaneously exist. And so the way we're going to practice tonight is to first allow. To allow this moment to be as it is, however it is for you personally. Whether it's filled with a sense of relaxation and renewal and rest whether it's filled with a sense of grief or a sense of rage or all of the above, we're going to do our very best just to allow that experience fully, right? Just to say, yes, be here. I will feel this. And then we have to offer a bit of compassion because the normal response, even if it's subliminal, is to toughen up, right? To engage our belly, to clench around our heart, to tighten in our jaw. To say, I'm gonna, um, I'm gonna tough this out in some way. And we're not here to do that. We're not here to tough it out. We're here to feel it. And so we're gonna offer ourselves some sense of warmth, even if we don't like what we're feeling, even if we don't like what we're thinking. Just in this moment, can it be safe? You know, it's interesting. I, um, with my own teacher, I've been doing some dream work. She's had me journaling dreams, and she keeps saying over and over again, you have to write the whole dream down, not just the parts you like. And I thought that was so interesting because I didn't know I was doing that, right? We don't know sometimes that we're shunning pieces we don't like. We just do it. So we're just writing like, look at this lovely part of my dream, and oh, this has meaning, this makes me feel super deep and interesting. And then this like little shitty part that doesn't feel like it had anything to do with anything, I'm just not even going to bother writing that down. And she's like, no, no, you have to write that down too. That matters just as much. And we can do this in a meditation practice, right? We can be like, oh, man, I saw Buddha on the mountaintop today. This was a good meditation. I really feel uplifted and I see the light. This is good. And that one little part that made you feel like you were going to cry and you felt your heart cracking open, you don't really talk about that piece. But in this class, we're here to acknowledge that piece too. Both and. Okay? So we're going to allow what happens. We're going to be compassionate with it. And then I think the most important piece is can we be can um, can we be curious can we be curious about what comes up and this is the piece that i think embodies the quote unquote doing your work 
Because doing your work sounds so action-oriented, doesn't it? Like, get up and go do your work. But within the context of a meditation practice, it's really allowing-oriented. Doing your work means, can you stay here and be super curious about each and every thought that rises up? Can you be super curious about every feeling that rises up? The ones that feel like they're going to last forever, the ones that float right on by. Can we be curious? The same teacher, her name's Chanti, um, Chanti says, rather than make meaning, can you just allow the medicine? Rather than make meaning, can you allow the medicine? So rather than expect a simple meditation practice to fix the moment, can we get what we need out of this practice to fortify us, to strengthen us, so that we can take the next wise step? Yeah? So we're going to practice together. And we're going to practice together in just the way I described. I'm going to guide you through. It's going to be about a 20-minute practice today. And we're going to start uh, with a little bit more breathing than I normally do. This is going to be a bit more of a breath-centered meditation tonight. Because I really want us to perhaps balance our nervous systems a bit. Yeah? just to let us feel a little bit settled and possibly a little bit safe in our bodies. And then whatever the experience is inside, if you feel safe enough, stay, stay with it. If at any point you feel it is too much, you get to just open your eyes. You can relax back against a wall or a chair, whatever you're sitting in, and take a break from the practice. You don't have to continue on if it's too much. You can always rejoin if you're feeling a little bit better after after pausing for a minute. We'll just see where we go, yeah? Okay. So take a second to find a comfortable seat. If you're in a chair like me, you'll let your feet be flat on the ground. If you're seated on the ground, you might make sure you've got a cushion or a pillow, something under your hips to give you a little bit of support. If you've got a wall behind you or the chair back behind you, you can lean back against that. But make sure you've got a nice tall spine. Drop the shoulders back and down. Hands resting onto your lap, and when you're ready, you can let your eyes drift closed. And if that doesn't feel quite right tonight, you can always just take a soft gaze down towards the earth. And together as a group here, full inhale in. Exhale out a sigh. And we'll do that once again, just inhaling fully, completely. Exhale out a sigh. And then allow your breath just to fall to its own natural pace. Just easy inhales and exhales for a moment, feeling yourself just settle right here. 
And you might take a moment as we settle just to acknowledge where you are in space and time. Perhaps silently saying to yourself, now is my time to meditate. Now is my time to meditate. And with that invitation, you feel yourself really sit. So relax a bit through your hips and your thighs. Feeling the full weight of your body just rest into the ground or the chair beneath you. Feeling a subtle length in your spine. Let yourself be seated tall. Crown of the head rising up just a touch. And the muscles in the face relax. forehead smooths and broadens. And the skin around the eyes softens. And the lips, the jaw, even the tongue, they just relax a bit. Maybe you gradually feel the muscles along the neck softening a touch. Shoulders dropping back and down. you'll feel the next few breaths move through your chest. And maybe you'll notice if you can soften any of the muscles of the chest. Perhaps it's possible tonight just to relax the heart itself a tiny bit. Gradually, breath moves down into your belly and you'll relax the muscles through the belly. Doing our best in this moment to soften that tough outer layer.
so the back of the body holds us strong and upright. And the front of the body is soft and open. And it's here that we'll begin to feel our breath moving in and out of the nose if possible. Just for a moment here, I want you to feel yourself very gently smoothing the breath out. So that the inhale and the exhale feel roughly the same length. As you find that comfortable rhythm to your breath, I want you to feel on this next breath just with the power of your mind. I want you to feel as if you were inhaling through the left nostril only. And when you exhale, you're breathing out the right nostril. And then you're inhaling in that right nostril and exhaling out the left. Without any rush, the inhale will come in the left and the exhale will go out the right. And the inhale will come in the right. The exhale will go out the left. You'll just continue in this way for about a minute. Alternating nostrils as you breathe in and out.
next time you breathe out that left nostril, you'll inhale through both nostrils evenly, letting the breath resume its own natural pace. Letting your full awareness be centered right inside the nose. Feeling the breath as it's pulled in. Feeling the breath as it's released out. We're going to settle into just a few minutes of silence here. We'll each do the work of staying right here and allowing whatever arises in silence to arise. Thought, feeling, both. We just notice with a gentle curiosity what's here. And return back to that feeling of breath in and out. Staying totally present to what's arising.
gently feeling your breath if you've drifted away. You might even notice it deepening a bit here, a little bit fuller, inhale and exhale. And before you let go of your practice completely, take a moment here just to offer yourself some warmth. Offer yourself whatever words you most need to hear in this moment. And then drawing your palms together in front of your heart, start to rub your hands together briskly. So you're building some heat and some friction between your palms. Keep going until you feel a lot of heat, a lot of warmth there, and then stack one hand and then the other right on top of your heart. Taking a moment just to feel that heat move all the way through clothing, through skin, through bone, right into infusing that heart with warmth with compassion, with what is most needed for you in this moment. Thank you guys so much for taking the time to practice this evening. It's always my honor to sit with you. Namaste. Thanks for listening to The Mindful Minute. If you enjoyed this episode, it would mean the world to me if you would take time to leave a review or share this with somebody you think would enjoy it. To learn more about my in-person and virtual offerings, visit MerylArnett.com or check me out on Instagram at MerylArnett. Thanks, y'all. See you next week.